Welcome back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, guys. The sports education podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports and also learn about the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Ugulewe, and this is episode 673. You can actually hate training, be professional about everything, and understand the elements of your sport. He's one of the greatest javelin throwers in history. He's the first male javelin thrower to simultaneously hold the European, World and Olympic titles. Today on the show, Norwegian legend Andreas Torkelsen. The Norwegian David Beckham, as they call him, took the world of javelin by storm in a way very few had ever done before anyways when you are called the david beckham of something it can only mean you're a star you see tokyo sin's parents were standout athletes his father was a solid javelin thrower while his mother was a national champion in the 100 meters hurdles he definitely got the genes he only then needed the technique and mindset to be a dominant athlete he started javelin at the age of 11 and of course his father was his first coach the journey had to start with him what good would all his father's experience in the sport have been if he didn't at least coach his son at some point he definitely brought fruits at the age of 14 16 17 and 18 he set national records for each of those age groups at the european junior championships in 1999 he finished seventh A year later, at the Norwegian Championships, he got his first taste of a medal. You see, that silver medal he won in that 1999 event gave him the chance to participate at the World Junior Championships where he won another silver medal. So imagine the World Juniors, you win a silver medal. At that point, he stepped up the quality of his coach and started working with Asmund Martinsen shortly after they teamed up. Tokyo team broke the 80 meter barrier for the first time. At the time, it was a world junior record. That same year, he became Norwegian champion for the first time. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. You see, his form between 2002 and 2004 was very shaky. And at the start of the 2003 World Championships, he finished 11th. Yes, it was his first major final, but it wasn't his best throw, you know. So, 2004, it was as though things began to pick up for him. In the build-up to the Athens Olympic Games, he won an IWF meet in Stockholm and threw a season's best of 84.45 meters in Crystal Palace. At the Games itself, he threw a personal best of 86.50 meters to capture Olympic gold. It was an unlikely victory. But it was one that would change the landscape of javelin. Following that victory, he won silver at the 2005 and 2007 World Championships. He won gold in the 2006 and 2010 European Championships. And when the Olympic Games came around in 2008, he won gold again, defending his Olympic title. That 2008 victory at the Olympics, 2009 victory at the World Championships, 2010 victory at the European Championships made him the first javelin thrower ever to hold all three titles 
at the same time. In 2006, he threw a personal best of 91.59 meters. Only a few men have crossed the 90-meter barrier. Yes, he didn't break the world record, but he achieved feats some male javelin throwers could only dream of. Today is your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Andreas Torkelsen. And the first one, guys, is you can actually hate training. You can actually hate training. Anytime I think of a topic like this or a lesson like this, you know, there are, there are two athletes that always come to mind. One is Muhammad Ali and the other is Georges Saint-Pierre, two of the greatest athletes in their respective sports. So, of course, Muhammad Ali, one of the best ever in boxing. George Saint-Pierre, one of the best mixed martial artists in history. And these are two guys that we have looked at on the podcast. You see, Muhammad Ali was famous for saying, I hated every minute of training, but I told myself, suffer now and you can live the rest of your life as a champion. Now, when George Saint-Pierre retired as well from the sport, what was the one thing that he said what was the one thing he discussed he talked about how every single time he got into the, or he was going to go into the octagon he hated it he actually didn't like fighting but when he steps in there when the adrenaline and everything started pumping guess what it was something that he delivered on so he didn't like the thing but he delivered on it you see i, I hear so many young athletes right who from training you know so they don't like training they hate training you know, and they feel like maybe something is wrong with me and maybe I'm not supposed to play sports. You see, it's it's completely different. You can hate the training, but it doesn't mean that you won't do it. So for Tokyosin himself, he said, I have a love-hate relationship with throwing sessions. So he's a javelin thrower, so obviously he has to throw. He also talks about cardio. He says, I never look forward to cardio. But guess what? This is a guy who was Olympic champion, world champion, European champion as well and he held those titles at one point at the same time. So you see, it's not compulsory that you like training. But you see, one of the key things that must be established is that you like the results you get from the training. Let me repeat that. It is not compulsory that you like training but you have to like the result that comes from it. Muhammad Ali didn't like training for boxing. He loved being a world champion. George St. Pierre didn't like fighting didn't like training for the octagon right to fight in the mma but guess what he likes being one of the greatest to ever do it welterweight champion middleweight champion those are the things that he loved andreas tokyo sin as well hates throwing sessions hates cardio but guess what he loves being the face of athletics in norway that's why they call him the norwegian david beckham he's that popular in that place guys you don't have to like training but the question then is do you like the results that comes from that training? If you like the results that comes from it, then you're going to do the training. You know, because I see athletes who, yes, you don't like the training, right? Yes, it's rigorous. Yes, it's tough. You don't like getting up in the morning. You don't like long sessions. You don't like multiple sessions per week. Look, all of these things are valid. Like, nobody is going to take that away from you in terms of how valid those things are. But you see, you cannot not like training, right? like the results that come from it you know so being the best in your sport being a world champion being an olympic champion and you still don't want to come back to the training so it's like a three-step process right you don't like training that's one you like the results that comes from the training so world champion olympic champion personal best time you know whichever one it is but you don't want to return 
through that training again, which is the third part. So you don't have to like training. But the minute you acknowledge that, look, this training is key for this result that I enjoy. So which is the medals, all of those things that you get. Then you have to come back to that training. And that's why Muhammad Ali said, look, I hated every minute of training. But I said, hey, suffer now. So which means still do the training so that you can live the rest of your life as a champion. First lesson, guys, from Andreas Torkelsen is you can actually hate training. Number two is be professional about everything. Be professional about everything. You see, there, there's a famous quote, you know, that said, you, you cannot achieve world-class results, right, with second or third-class efforts. And I feel like this is something that a lot of athletes are trying to do. So, yes, you, you, you get to the point where you actually have seen, you know, generally that, okay, look, I want to be a pro athlete, right? I want to achieve all these great things, but I want the minimum effort possible to achieve that. So you want to be an Olympic champion, you know, but you don't want to train like Olympic champions. You know, so just like um, Andreas Torkelsen now, who was a world champion, was an Olympic champion, was a European champion, right? You don't want to do the training that is required of an Olympic champion, that is required of a world champion that is required of a european champion you don't want to do all that so if you don't want to do all that how exactly is it that you get to the point where you can make demands or you can make requests as it relates to what you want to do it is not possible and it is not something that is going to happen anytime soon so it is important guys that we 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 get this in proper perspective in the sense that look if you want to achieve success in your sport then what's the one thing that you have to do? You have to be professional about everything that you do. Now, let me make a distinction here quickly, you know, in being professional as it relates to your career and then, of course, having a personal life look where you have fun, you relax, and you do all those things. You see, those things don't mix. When I talk about being professional, I'm talking about being professional about your diet. I'm talking about being professional about your training. I'm talking about being professional about your mindset, your attitude, your approach. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying when you have worked hard and you're putting the work in what you do, then you shouldn't relax. You shouldn't have off days. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Every single athlete had things that they use to relax. They had off days, you know, so whether that was spending time with their family, whether that was playing games for Andreas Tokyo, so now he loved the Xbox when he was competing and he would just sit on the couch on his off days and then he would play games recuperate his body and all of that but you see this was a guy who he never took all those other things seriously his nutrition was not serious you know this is a guy who will be ordering cheeseburgers and you know his fellow competitors will be looking at him like what you can't possibly be eating that and think you're going to compete that was the thing or those were the things that he was always doing but when he got to the point where he decided look i need to change my attitude like i need to now be professional about everything that I'm doing. Like, I, I need to start taking this seriously. The game changed for him. The game changed for him. And it's the same thing with his coach. So, yes, his father was a javelin thrower, right? Nobody can dispute that. I mean, the man understood the sport. He coached him for a while. But when he got to the point where, hey, I have to start taking this thing seriously. I have to change the dynamics. I have to change the game. What was the one thing that he did? He got a more experienced coach. A better coach. That now got him to the point where he needed to get to. And of course, with that code, he threw a personal best. He won an Olympic medal and he went on to do amazing things. So the question for you guys is, how professional are you about your sport? How professional are you about your sport? 
Are you paying attention to your diet? Are you paying attention to your training? Are you paying attention to your mindset? Are you paying attention to all those subtle things, the techniques of your sport, the, the, the kind of attitude that you should even have to training? So it's not just about going to training to train. No. What's the attitude behind going to training? See, those are subtle things that make a difference, you know, between you achieving those goals that you've set for yourself and, of course, you falling by the wayside. Number two lesson from Andreas Tokelsen is be professional about everything. And the final lesson, guys, is understand the elements of your sport. Understand the elements of your sport. Now, in javelin, you, you have the legends. So, legends like Jan Zelezny, who is the world record holder in that one. You see, there was an interview that Andreas Tokelsen was doing where they talked about the technique that Jan Zelezny uses or used because obviously, I mean, uh, long retired while even while um, Tokelsen was competing. Yes, he competed a few times, but, you know, retired shortly after. So Jan Zelezny's technique and then his own technique. You should have listened to how he broke it down. You know, he actually said, he said, I couldn't get a hang of it. So that's Jan Zelezny's technique. He said, it's also a style that kind of you need to be very healthy to do it. When I tried it, it broke my body a little bit. So I kind of went back. So it was breaking down Jan Zelezny's technique, you know, to ensure that, can I do it? Is this something that would work for my body type? You know, then even his own technique in breaking it down, he said, once you put your block leg down and come at good speed, it's one metric ton of pressure going into the ground. That's the pressure, that the pressure is going up into your body and through your joints. You know, he, he, he was just breaking every single aspect down, talking about release of speed, you know, angle of attack. You see, you have to understand the elements of your sport. So if I was to ask you to break down your sport, and I remember, I remember um, there was an interview that LeBron James, you know, was doing where they were talking tactics. So one of the uh, journalists asked him a question and he was talking, you know, tactics, basketball. The guy broke down the game from different aspects of the court. If you're looking at it from this point, you know, this is the approach. This was what happened. This is what we're thinking. Um, This is what we expected them to do. This is what we were anticipating that they might do. And this is this, this is that. Like, he, he shredded everything down and he broke it down into pieces that you when you look at and when you listen even if you don't know about the sport you're going to get it and it's the same thing with andreas tokyo say like when you hear him talk about javelin and the technical aspect to it how if there's anything wrong or anything missing in your body it would affect everything because the minute you put your block leg down and you throw if there's any joint that is not where it's supposed to be or how it's supposed to be i mean completely affects everything that you're trying to do like like he went into detail and broke it down and that's because he understood every element of your sport if you are going to be elite guys you have to understand every element of your sport every detail of your sport why do they pass the ball the way they pass the ball why do they kick the way they kick why do they throw in this particular moment like this why do they throw in that particular moment like that what makes your sport tick and what are the different aspects of your sport you see the more you understand these different aspects, the easier it is for you to execute. The more you understand the different aspects, the easier it is for you to execute. You can't execute something you don't know. So it's when you know something that you now work on executing it. So you have to understand the elements of your sport. And then this is where being a student 
of the game comes in being a student of the game comes in absolute legend guys andreas tokyo i remember watching him compete you know of course while he was doing his business and enjoying his career the three lessons that i want you to learn from him you can actually hate training be professional about everything and understand the elements of your sport understand the elements of your sports at Maestro, guys episode 673 head over to the website check out all the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and of course we help you also understand that business aspect so you get the groove of how things work athletemaestro.com if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review i highly encourage that you do so what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave that rating and review if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from a legend in andreas Torkelsen. i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day